Arnold Schwarzenegger is one of the most iconic people in modern history. For kids growing up in the 80s and 90s, no one exemplified the raw power of masculinity and reaching for your dreams like the governator himself. And we love Arnie, the cigar-champing, one-liner-spitting killing machine from the world of bodybuilding to movies to politics and back to movies again. That's why we're exploring all the movies that made the man what he is today. In chronological order. From the beginning. I'm Mike Evan. I'm Stephen Lyons. And this is... I'll I'll Be Back back Catalog. I like this. You should do that. Now play the music. about something very important. I lied. <laughs> I'll be back. And we're back with I'll Be Back Catalogue for a fun movie today, Stephen. Oh, I'm Stephen Lyons. And I'm Mike Kevin. And boy, am I excited to talk about Commando, which is, this is my, this is my, this is my Arnold film. This is the one that when I was a kid, I shouldn't have had on VHS, but damn if I didn't watch that asshole get blown up with a shotgun out of that window and then they cut away because the fall wasn't that amazing. We're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> oh, I love yes. this movie. We're joined by uh, the wonderful comedian Aiken Hutchinson. Yeah, g'day. <laughs> I don't talk like that. That was so lovely. <laughs> it was lovely. Yeah, g'day. G'day. And also, well, welcome to the wonderful comedian and writer Sam Smith. Hello, my name's Sam Smith. <laughs> can I just say, it's great to be back. Oh. <laughs> Someone had to do it. Sam Smith, back for a second episode. Um, Sam uh, joined us previously for Pumping Pumping Iron. Iron, The amazing docudrama. Mm -hmm. And now, is Commando a docudrama as well? (laughs) Straight up documentary. Like, I could could believe that. I could believe it's a docudrama. (laughs) I I wish people in the real world spoke like they do in this movie. Yeah. No ambiguity at all. But like everything, is, everything is just straightforward. Like, yeah, like, the, oh, we're getting a bit ahead of ourselves, but that bit near the start when, like, he meets the general and the general's like, it's like, who, who could have killed all my men? It was like, it could have been any of these, every single enemy in the world ever that you've definitely made because you're super cool yeah. when you've done all this military stuff. <laughs> I like, I like stuff. that because it, um, it was the Syrians, yeah. the something else, and the South Americans, like, all of South America. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole continent. To be, to be honest, the villain for this was pretty all of South America, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. That's what they were he trying for. Yeah. He was very... But before we talk about the movie, we want to we want to talk about uh, you guys and find out a little bit about your history. Uh, Sam, we talked about Arnie movies last time you were here. Yeah. Now I'd like to talk to you about like, action movies. Do you have any like feelings about action movies that you wanted to share with us? I don't really watch action movies. <laughs> I, only, I only really watch comedies and musicals. Which makes you a perfect guest for this I know, show. I, know. I, I don't know why I'm back, to be honest. <laughs> well, because we had a documentary last time, or a docudrama, but to be honest... As an Arnie film, not enough explosions. No. In Pumping Iron? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, he told us about a lot of <laughs> explosions. He said that there were explosions when he was working out, yeah, yeah. explosions when, when he gets up on stage, yeah. explosions when he's at yeah. home. Those like, muscles were popping as well. <laughs> feels like a, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I, um, I do enjoy action movies. I just don't... If I've got, like... If I see Commando and Pitch Perfect, I'll be like, Pitch Perfect? Yeah, let's do some singing along with uh, Anna Kendrick. Fair enough. That's just the way my um, <laughs> musical mind works. Yeah, chase your heart. So this was the the third Arnie movie I've seen, Commando. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one was Pumping Iron, and the first one was Twins. Nah. And that's a lie. I've also seen Kindergarten Cop, so I have seen four now. And um, I've got to say that this one was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's probably funnier than Twins. It's, yeah. it's pretty damn funny. 
It's a great, a fun movie. I, I love sure. it. It's so camp and silly. Oh, it is. I can't it wait is. to get into it. Very, very camp. Uh, Aiken, your experience with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Did you grow up as a fan? Are you a fan? Uh, a vague fan. I'm kind of like I'm kind of like Sam. I don't exactly like search them out, but I did watch a whole bunch of them. I can't remember them specifically, but that's because my dad's into action movies because he would always. Like, instead of actually going to bed, he was one of those dads who would fall asleep in his chair for a couple hours first. So he'd put on an action movie to fall asleep to. Like, he got lulled to sleep mm. by the sound of, like, exploding buildings. He'll be great yeah, when World War Three turns up. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, everyone <laughs> else is charging and he just falls asleep it's like, like a, a narcoleptic in the middle of a stride. <laughs> but you're, you're an action fan or you're just... Not, not, a, not a super fan. Like, in the same vein as Sam is, I like watching them, but I don't tend to seek them out. Like, mostly I'm one of those people who likes to turn off in front of action movies, just put it on like we were talking about before with, like, the dialogue and most action movies doesn't leave much nuance. Yeah. It doesn't have much nuance, so you can just be like, I get everything. You can tune out for two seconds, come back in, it's the same explosion, and there's guns and stuff, and you're like, yeah, no, it's exactly the same as it was. I could just jump on Facebook for a little bit. Don't miss anything. It's like, what? He was the villain the whole time? I didn't know. As soon as loud noises start, you're like, oh, wait, okay. okay." The interesting bits here. But like the whole last half hour of this movie, it's just Arnie shooting people. Yeah. Pretty much. Which is what you're there to see, really. Yeah. To be honest, that's yeah. That's what that's what the whole movie was set up for. I mean, this this is like the granddaddy of the action genre. This kind of like really cemented the templates of... It's almost got like a video game structure where you start with little bad guys and then it progresses and progresses and progresses yeah. until you meet the final boss. And that's that's why it's so easily enjoyable because it's so obliquely linear. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to think. It's so fun. And it yeah. doesn't stop. The pay I, I love the pacing. And you can you can tune out and tune back in again and like depending on how intense stuff is, you know how much of the movie you have left to go. Like yeah. oh I can tune in, <laughs> in about twenty minutes and I'll be seeing the good bit. So that's cool. Just run off make myself a cup of coffee for a Although second. it's not it's not a long film. It's no. only only ninety minutes and it's a it powers through that and like I can't think of any scenes that I would cut. No, like it's a good, it's a good power. So, as two people who are not action fans, were there any '80s action that you were like hoping would be in this movie? The one thing that really stood out to me was the um, was the female protagonist in there. Like she was, it was like before there was really any. I'm not sure if this is like a true thing, but before there were a lot of really strong female action characters, like she did the full on home, like Home Alone fucking thing with her face in the car at one point like grabs her face and goes oh my god it's like she is not well equipped to be in this situation and yet Arnie always like when she's like oh I'm coming with you he's always like okay why (laughs) she she didn't die that's the one thing like she should have died I like the way she disappeared from the movie for like the the last third as well yeah yeah you hung out there in the plane, I'll go do all the fun stuff. She's like, okay. Yeah. But it, that was a nice moment in terms of, for us, like, in movies now, she would have, like, she's like, no, he needs my help, and they would have justified her back in, whereas she kind of went, actually, you know what? I am not of value <laughs> yeah. in this giant murder fest. Like, I wanted exactly. to get his daughter back, but I also, do I need to try and help him kill an, yeah. an army? Yeah. Well, considering, like, she was meant to be a pilot, and then... 
Arnie did all the important flying bits. Like, yeah. No, he just punched the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thing. no, oh, that was one of my favourite bits. It's like, works every time. It's like, does it? How many planes have you punched, Arnie? <laughs> and then also he just, like, slammed the yeah. power up. I really which... like, we're not going to make it. <laughs> yeah, just yes, pulls up. <laughs> yeah, pull this thing. Whoop. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> but the thing... the one who, that's my point. But she should have known that. She's the pilot. <laughs> she this did know that. She, she knew that if you do that, there's a chance that the engine will just explode <laughs> oh. and obliterate the two of you, and then you'll just be slammed into the ground. That's why <laughs> she wasn't doing it, whereas he's like, Madonna! There <laughs> <laughs> we go! <laughs> and she's like, hold up, what now? <laughs> Mike's going to start us off with a short synopsis so that you, if you haven't seen the movie, which I highly recommend you do, you can uh, whet appetite or it'll remind you Wait. of all the goodness in there. Whet. <laughs> okay, so Colonel Matrix has retired and is living with his 10-year-old daughter in the country. His daughter's kidnapped to assure that Matrix will kill the president of a Latin American country to allow the return of a, a dictator. Matrix escapes from off of a plane and has until it lands to rescue his daughter. Matrix must follow the clues as he so, has to solve the mystery in time and kill everyone who has ever been involved. So Where, where's the mystery? I don't know. <laughs> the mystery is where his... Oh, you didn't... Where his daughter did, is? You didn't know this is a detective movie. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't realise this that every time I've watched it. Um, but they do a whole bunch of sleuthing that we just don't notice because yeah, we zone out when true. they sleuth. They kill no one in that warehouse. We're going to talk about all of this and more um, because I have very strong opinions about the world's greatest detective, After John this. Matrix. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> We are here to talk all about Commando. Uh, we can't. We cannot. Uh, the four of us honestly cannot contain ourselves, um, which for me and Mike makes sense because we've been watching some pretty stinky, oh. weird, weird, weird is a better term. Weird's better. Um, uh, yeah, like after you've seen Conan the Destroyer, you're excited for basically any movie. Um, <laughs> but this was. There were so many things about this. Here is a. Just a, a great open, right? Is like they do the classic garbage truck ruse. Because no, I think we're all familiar with. The thing is, it's so relatable that you get off and you're like, oh shit, the garbage guys are there. And you, you grab your trash bags and you run out, and then they've got Uzis. And you're like, oh, <laughs> oh, damn it! Yeah. Uh, don't, don't you hate it when that happens? <laughs> yeah, where was the neighbor who's like out there holding his trash and he's like, Ooh. <laughs> I'll wait till next week. <laughs> or what had happened if the guy was lazy? <laughs> like yeah. the whole ruse yeah. fails if the guy doesn't get up and take his trash out. Yeah. What, if, what if he? Had, oh no, it was a different day, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I oh, gotcha. they've changed. The, yeah. I reckon the wife was in on it. Yeah. Because she's like, they've changed the schedule. Yeah. It's like, but they haven't, mm. and that was he had to run down. He had to get rid. He, did, he couldn't bring his guns with him, which he always does when he takes the garbage out. But on, on this Tuesday, he wasn't prepared because they'd changed the schedule. The wife I wonder. I wonder if that guy was in Syria or South America or. The other one, yeah, or all, all any of, of the all of those enemies mm. they've made in there. Yeah. We had garbage truck ruse, um, uh, the Cadillac ruse. Yeah, car, yeah. car Which, salesmen's are the worst. But uh, he didn't deserve oh, that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And also, like to be honest, he might not have died from that. Like when, when you see the way he lands against the windscreen and stuff, he just sort of falls off. I've seen so many action movies where like. The protagonist mostly gets hit by like several cars. This is what happens later in this movie. Yeah, and he just walks away. But like this, this. 
pussy in the team. It's just like, oh, no, that's me. I'm done, guys. That would have been great if Sully, if, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if Sully had oh, drived, yeah. uh, drove off in his Porsche and he's like, well, I guess he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> they killed the other guy like that. So that should be fine. I did it. Yeah, I did it. Um, and the guy in the car was Bill Duke. Oh, Bill from, Duke Predator. from Predator. The guy, the guy who, the guy How who did runs, you know that? You're so smart. Yeah, the guy who runs the razor across his face repeatedly and then it snaps. Oh, that's why he, he looks so familiar. He's he was, did. He did. He I is, have seen Predator and he did look familiar. That's a big dude. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen Predator and he didn't look familiar. So <laughs> That's reasonable. Just to balance yeah, that out. Um, and, yeah. then, <laughs> and then we went to the trawler where, of course, um, we saw Bennett get killed. Yeah. Um, but the sneaky little look. The thing I liked about that is, like, you instantly knew, oh, he's not going to die. Like, there's usually, like, so many other action movies that have got, like, like someone dies and then like near the end of the movie it's like ah he never died he was the bad guy all along big reveal but in this they're like he's definitely not gonna die and then he turns up like two seconds later and you're like yeah he didn't die (laughs) he does turn up about it's it is like it's very fast which is great (laughs) which is just a reveal for arnie like it's great because usually it's a reveal for the character and you as the audience it's like we had this together we both didn't know we've become closer through this screen relationship (laughs) but for this you're just like arnie it's, he's gonna. Oh look, it's Bennett. I, I oh, wanted yeah, to tell yeah, you. I could. Yeah, I could. I wanted your to, fictional. Like Aiken watched it like a pantomime. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's not dead. He's not dead. <laughs> Behind you. Um, the next thing after this was those Arnie very casually carrying a tree. Oh, I, I titled this the lumberjacked montage. Oh, wow. That's good. oh that is such a good. I like how that like full out shots of his muscles first. Yeah. Yeah. Just so we're like. Who's the guy with the muscles? Who's yeah. this gonna be? And also, like, you oh, can't. Turns out to be Arnie. Of, of, when I watched that, I was like, I can't actually tell which muscle that is. At first, I was like, <laughs> Is that the neck? <laughs> no, it's an arm. It's, a, <laughs> it's an arm. You honestly did pantomime this. <laughs> it's an arm. <laughs> That was very cool. It was yeah. amazing. Hyper masculine, just this dude carrying a tree. And I'll tell <laughs> so you, casual. this was the first time that the music really kicked in because mm-hmm. they had the synth building, and then they layered in some sweet sax, and I was like, oh well, that's the that's that, right? But yeah. then, and he's checking out the reflection on the on the axe. Oh yes, no. And they bring in the flute. Yes, oh. a flute out of nowhere. I was expecting flute out of nowhere. <laughs> it was a good. It was a good misdirect. I like that you were concentrating on the narrative, whereas I was like just. Where are we bringing the flute from? (laughs) (laughs) I love love it because, like, when they were composing that music, I just love that little moment where the composer would have gone, flute, that's what we need. Flute, this is a flute moment. This is definitely a flute moment. Axe almost possibly killing his daughter. The instruments that we used in the 80s are synth and flute. Everyone knows that. So we're going to stick with that. I was born after the 80s. I didn't know that. I was born 1985, the year this movie came out. Ah, Maybe it's a piece in the wolf illusion. Consequently, can also be a pantomime. <laughs> see, come full circle. Full circle. But this is where we've got the reveal that it that he's actually just a great dad. Oh, yeah. and then we kicked in. What is the best way to show what a great dad is? What? 80s sitcom montage. Yes, <laughs> like that. ice cream in the face. Oh. And the, oh, how great you. was it? More like girl George. <laughs> that was. 
so oh unnecessary. My God, that is it was so weirdly weird first line. That's yeah. the first line. Why don't they just call him Girl George? It would cut down on the confusion, I think. <laughs> You're <Who's>, old. <laughs> who was confused about that? Who was like, boy George? Maybe back then they were. Maybe, yeah, yeah, now, now he's bald and an old man. But yeah. old. But also, he's saying it would cut down on the confusion. It was about the like the, the more about gender fluidity, right? Mm. Like calling boy George girl George would actually layer on more, more confusion. confusion. Yeah. Boy George is listening to this podcast right now and going, "Exactly, right. why I is tried no to tell him?" <laughs> At the same time, if we wanted to cut down confusion, it shouldn't have been changing it to girl George. It should have been man George because it's clearly <laughs> a man, not a boy. It's, although now that he's this bald, is- could just be a really big baby. Like a huge baby. This is also a bit that they talk about in Arrested Development when George Michael wants to change his name and so they decide to call him Boy George for a bit. So just just while we're talking about Arrested Development, my favourite favorite TV show that we've talked about every time I've been on this. Sam's just here for the fun facts. I feel like Sam set himself challenges for the first episode (laughs) and then he's just redoing them. Sequeling them. One thing that I thought was a bit on the nose was the the I love you dad on the fridge. Oh, it's like, we know. We know. To be honest, yeah. she doesn't have yeah, anyone else to talk to. Yeah, we got that from the sitcom montage. That's clear. <laughs> Again, no ambiguity in this movie. It's always very, very clear. Like, I, later on... I'll tell you what was ambiguous, though, when uh, when he said, what's in the sandwich? Yes! No! I know that we're later on, like, talking about the whole favourite line thing, but that was my favourite <laughs> line. It's like, they were, like, bringing out the sandwiches. It's like, what's in this? You don't want to know. I really want to know. Yeah. Like, that is that's the That's the mystery! Thing. Exactly, that's the mystery in the movie. I really wanted to know what was in the goddamn sandwich, because they never say. They never yeah. clarify that. I was genuinely surprised that that was Alyssa Milano. Yeah, I know. I yeah. didn't know that. I am currently genuinely surprised. <laughs> it's Alyssa so Milano. Because it doesn't really look Charmed. like it. Weirdly, like her face definitely changed a lot yeah. because it doesn't. you can't see it in her. So this movie came out in 85 and like four years later in 89, her face was the basis, was the face that they used to design Ariel the Little Mermaid. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Does she yeah. get money for what? that? I Think uh, so. No? Yeah. No, an animated Can you get royalties? Can you get royalties for your face? Oh yeah, you can. Probably. Oh. So, so he had to um he had to explain when I was a boy growing up in East East Berlin. Yeah. Or East Germany, whatever mm-hmm. he said. He's Germany, where yeah. he's not from, he's Austrian. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then Alyssa Milano's like, I'm American. <laughs> Exactly, That's and good. considering how like secluded they are, living up there in the hills, like the only influence she has for her accent to like form her voice is Arnold. Yeah. No, like, there was a tiny TV in the kitchen. Oh, oh there you go. Right. She's just in the kitchen with Mickey Mouse Club, like, just being like. Along. M-I-C-M-I-C M-I-C What's going on in there, Jenny? I love you, Dad. <laughs> the weird thing is, though, like this is this is a second modern feature after Terminator. Yeah, where he didn't really have to justify his accent, but this is they justify his accents in this one, which is awesome. And then they completely forget to do it for the rest of his movies, where he <laughs> pretends to be American. Yeah, which is weird. They never justify yeah. it. This, this is the first time they foreshadow it, which is awesome because it needs to be made known because everyone is saying, "Oh, where do you, where are you from?" There needs are, to happen. There are two great things about Arnie movies that I that I love, and one is when they don't mention his accent, and yeah. the other one is when they don't mention his body shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when people are like completely fine with just the size and scale of him. You know, the fact that in Terminator, no one mentions that he's not infiltrating anything, looking like a six foot two 
muscle machine. <laughs> yeah, and, and the whole like accent thing is like that. I think that's why like Arnold Schwarzenegger movies are so iconically him is because he never justifies that. So there's never like they you've never built a character around him. It's just Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, yeah, but and a bunch of other characters. It's also like his challenge to us as the audience. It's like yeah. him going, "You come to me. <laughs> I'm not going to you. <laughs> you come to me, and this is how I talk." <laughs> We're like, okay, yeah, of course you're a small town sheriff. <laughs> Go crazy. Um, so this, this, the accent conversation actually leads perfectly into the American military arriving and being like, hey, remember when you were a great American military soldier mm-hmm. from Germany? Yeah. Is, how did he get recruited? What was going on? Because to be part of the American military, don't you have to be a resident? I don't think so. It's not a presidential kind of thing. I think you can sign up. Yeah. It's not like the Foreign Legion. But yeah, the, <laughs> well, you I'm have to be, be a part resident. of the, I'm going to go join the American Army. I think it, be the next you would be hard-pressed. My justification in my mind, because this gets real confusing later on, because like almost everyone is clearly just a badass American, like, um, you know, G. special G. Kind of guy, GI yeah. guy, except for two characters. And one is the protagonist, which is great. Arnie, you can be wherever you're from. We, we're used to pretending you're American. But the other one is Bennett. <laughs> yeah. Is he actually Australian? Because, is, like, yeah. to be honest, is, is, he, yeah. he doesn't sound gen- like there was something about, like, a bunch of the points where he's talking that I'm like, is he putting that on? Early on, like, he sounds it- like he's trying to do a British, like, yeah, 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 he does. He when does. it popped up, I was like, is that a New Zealander? <laughs> what? Represent, but then then he let me down by being Australian. There's so many Australians have let me down. He was this. This felt like almost like not okay to depict an Australian in this manner, because he he's the mesh. Is the which I always remember being chainmail. Was that yeah? Yeah. Because I thought it was chainmail, but I think it's just wool made to look like chainmail. Yeah, it can't like they did in Holy Grail. Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah, that's what they were doing. This is what I was told. I was told uh, by my brother that it's uh, it's not chainmail or a weird '80s knit. That it's actually like a paratrooper um, knit that like you wear that like hooks in with all of the stuff. But oh, then like he never actually parachutes out of anything. But he just well, he wears jumps. it all the just in case. To just be in honest, case he yeah, just randomly parachute out of something. He's always wearing it. I will. I will uh, hedge this by mentioning I am not in great shape. <laughs> but I am in better shape than Bennett. Yeah, <laughs> and, no, that's fair. And there's like I've, this. I guess this is that transition, right? Like we're discovering what an Arnie movie is, and they tr- and the so far the setup was Arnie gets mashed against these muscly, strong guys, which is exactly the role that Bennett was written. Yeah. But then they put Bennett in there, and he is not super strong. Like he's not an unhealthy man no. but he's definitely you put him next to Arnie and you're like oh god are you going to be okay and, and he goes toe to toe with Arnie near the end of the like near, at the end of the film and it's like a fair fight yeah. like, I felt bad for him in that scene fight. Like, but then, yeah exactly Even I felt bad for him wound. too but he still survived the whole time like punching against this meat wad. That's what happens when you got the will to live. He's just got the will to live. Oh, when yeah, that yeah. scene was happening, I honestly... The will to kill, really. It, and then. it felt like a teacher should have stepped in and been like, come on now. <laughs> the two of you, just calm down. I think the thing is, like... <laughs> this is the teacher standing inside <laughs> yeah. of the fight. Like, okay. Uh, no. Yeah, no. Naughty was... corner. Naughty corner now. <laughs> don't want to get in a naughty corner. <laughs> John started it. <laughs> Can we also point out that uh, for a man from East Berlin, John Matrix 
is not a very German name. Definitely changed his name. Yeah. Which, yeah. that kind of explains the Matrix, Matrix name. Is like, a, he was, was just actually... looking at all the cool words. He was just looking through all the cool yeah. words. Like, Matrix. I Those like names. the word yeah. Matrix. That is my name now. But also John. Like, the most normal first name. John Matrix. Because <laughs> it was actually John Matrix Bag. So. <laughs> oh, oh, that, oh, that classic that, German yeah. name, Matrix Bag. I didn't realize he was a Jew as well. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. Here's my major issue is the colonel lands, all right, we get exposition, we know what's going on, he leaves two people there to secure the area, he flies off, and then those two get murdered straight away. Hard yeah. switch, like, just immediately. Great and securing of the, the area. Yeah, yeah, and, like, after, like, they get, like, all, like, shot up and everything, and the one guy who's still alive when he, like, grabs his daughter and, like, dives through the door, is like... What they were upwind from us is like I couldn't smell them. It was like I did. It's like did. what? No one ever. <laughs> like how bad was that guy's bo? Like he did not put on. Maybe he smelled nice. Yeah, like, I never say it was bad. Yeah, we exactly. never, yeah, we never really get there. We're like lavender. I never smelled like, lavender. That's Lynx Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think came out in the eighties, just as a Probably. fact. <laughs> that would be I'm the time sure. for it. Um, <laughs> but that's a great thing about like. Or am I thinking of Toto Africa? <laughs> <laughs> that's a song. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, like he didn't actually smell me. Heard it was just like uh, from the bushes. Imagine if Lynx Africa That's actually a, made that noise when you put it on. It's just like that would be the moment. You play that to yes. the whole thing. Yeah. You just hear that. Is this the sound of the acapella podcast? There's nothing that a hundred men. So just for um, anyone who's listening, we're um, we're about thirteen minutes into the movie. <laughs> we've, made, we've managed to make it thirteen, we're 13 minutes. Thirteen minutes in. into the movie, and we're what fifteen minutes into this segment. Yes. <laughs> so one of the things that I did like about the I can smell him upwind. I've got to get my rifle from my shed. Yeah. Is we all picture you getting his rifle from the shed, right? And none of us pictured a walk-in gun safe. Yeah, no, no, no. And, I love a walk-in gun safe with a door slightly open already, and yeah. the code is, is one three. Like, like that's, that's one three. That's one yeah, three. It's just two two numbers. That's a, like maximum. Like it is. It looks really maximum security, but it would be so easy. Like just grab a crowbar, just like pop it in there, pop it open. You don't even need it because the door is open already. Like if you go back and watch it, like it's not. Sure. <laughs> Wait, I do want to step in and defend the door code of being 1-3. Is you would expect a four or six digit code, so it's a wonderful uh, red herring for it to only be two numbers. But and also, like, that could be a nice surprise. You're trying to break in and you think, like, all right, the start of it might, all right, we're going to try 1-3 pop. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I really like the idea of someone going, go, 1, no. 2, <laughs> 3, and then you get up to 12 and, like, <sighs> I, I just know what it is. <laughs> walk away. <laughs> did the research. People try things 12 times and then they're out. <laughs> we had, I think this was the first, like, we had a, a couple of good line, There's lines. There's a great line, yeah. But do you want to give it like the... The, the one I was like, uh, here's the thing, here's the situation. I mean, really, you've got to join with us, right? Wrong. <laughs> Which was fucking so... Oh, I love that moment that because was... it's so counter to what you would expect. It's very anti-trope. For, for him to have like this, the ultimatum presents to him and be like, nah, <laughs> I'm doing it my way. And this was already like our fourth or fifth quip. 
Yeah. Because yes. we were like, you know what I like most about this car? The price. Oh, even even Jenny price. got a quip in before he did. She did, yeah. She got, got a warrant. Yeah. Adorable. Can I have a moment to talk with your father? And she goes, have you got a warrant? <laughs> That's cute. I like that she didn't do this, but I did this when I said it. I put my hand on my head like, like a little Annie. That was just a little musical moment for Sam. Just, like, just let that. you enjoy right. this more. Sam's musical version of Commando has some very specific moments that he chose to make into songs. Like the three and a half minute, have you got a warrant? Yeah. Did, didn't justify us. And then the shooting scene was over in 10 seconds. Yeah. Was just, that was just a short tap sequence. So he kills a guy, runs down to his car, sees the ball been ripped apart, and he's like, mm. well, will be He my somehow gas. knows yeah. that by, he looks at the car, it's like, the boot's shut, like the bonnet's shut. Yeah. They must have done something. Opens it up, there's no latch or anything. Yeah. They have. He knows it. He can yeah. tell the future. He's a, a convenient man. handful of wires. Yeah. They, they've definitely done like the full-on badass, just shoved their hand into the engine, <laughs> grabbed whatever, and gone. Can I, can I just say that um, in uh, The Sound of Music, they also steal the... <laughs> something out of the cat like that they so do, it's yeah. quite, they're quite similar movies and they're set in the hills in, uh, that's in, true in, um, she was then going on 11 <laughs> now I'm going to kill the bad guys send them up to heaven <laughs> yeah down the hill <laughs> um, also um, like just for like brakes on that kind of car I don't know much about cars but isn't usually isn't it usually vaguely hydraulic because later on they're like he's coming at us with no brakes which again no ambiguity thank god because they had to clarify that because that was just electronic wires that they're pulling out. That probably would have just stopped no, the windscreen wipers or something. They're all the you're thinking too future. Like the wires that they pulled out weren't wires. They were uh, cables and pipes and tubes. So that's the fluid to okay. actually uh, condense the brakes down. So, so can okay, the back in the time before you were born, cars were made of pipes and wires. I, I'm we didn't have engines. Or <laughs> I do want to talk about the cars because they did a wonderful 80s car choice, which is oh. the good guys got a good, solid built American Chevy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and what's the villain driving? Mercedes. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh European car. How many convertibles were there in this movie as well? There's There's so yeah. many. So many. Like, the, the one thing that put it in the time frame for me, being, like, born after the 80s, was the fact that the Porsche looked like shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was still a convertible. Like, now, like, you see a Porsche, it's like, oh, that is sexy as hell. I'm not even into cars. But that was, like, that Porsche, like, especially the spoiler on the back, like, that points like directly origami. to the sky. And it's, it honestly, yeah, it origami, looked, it does. It looked like a child had drawn a Porsche. <laughs> yeah, exactly. and, somewhat, and Porsche had gone, I guess we'll make that. Because <laughs> it was all... The, sell it for thousands of dollars. And as a child, I was a massive Porsche fan. Like, I love Porsche. But watching this movie, I was like, oh, Sully. And the color. Like, it was off. Like, it was, it looked like like honey never goes off. But if honey went off, that was the color of the Porsche. Yeah, it, it was like he went in and asked for yellow, but the guy just wrote down mustard. <laughs> what, what's the sleaziest color that we can create yeah. this guy? Oh. We've jumped way ahead. We've, we've jumped. Oh, yeah, cause, so we had, like, the fight scene, which is great, because he gets up and he really gave those guys a good run for their money. Yeah. And then Bennett comes in. This is when Bennett's back, where we're just like, "Whoa, uh, Bennett. really, Bennett's He yeah. didn't die." What? And they get him, and they take him to the. They tie him down to the table, and we what? introduce my favorite character, Broad Dictator. But, but before, <laughs> before that, the one thing that really bugged me when they use the trank, he fires the trank, and he's out instantly. Sorry, can we pause for a second? 
tra tranquilizer. Tranquilizer. Yeah, yeah. That myself. The, the, the tranquilizer. Yeah. I just, I'm just not on like colloquial <laughs> terms with tranquilizer. Yeah, yeah. Not, not big, not big action movie fan. But like, he, he tranquilizes him. Thank you. He's out in half a second. Wakes up, and just in case you didn't get it, he's like tranquilizes. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, John, tranquilizes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, I would have known. A needle went into me and I passed out. Is that a tranquilizer? It is. Um, so I've he, got it for you, buddy. He, here, oh, no, he wakes up and he goes, poison. He goes, oh, no. Uh, <laughs> and then he dies again. Movie ends. <laughs> So th these are my these are my I made character names for all of the goons because I like them so much. Right. So we have of course the leader who is a uh, broad dictator Bennett, who I know as uh, Freddie Jerkery. <laughs> uh, right. Sully was Smokey McWiener. Um, <laughs> Knives Leanback. It, <laughs> it, it never came back right, but he was just leaning back with the knife. Um, which was the guy, a floral shirt guy, and uh, of course, giant Jay Z. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, I see that. Yes, giant Jay Z. And this was another good moment of that like twist where the dictator's like, You'll do exactly as I tell you. Mm -hmm. And he goes, Fuck you. <laughs> I was quite oh, amazed at the level oh. of swearing in this movie. I yeah. thought it was very, um, like back then that they didn't swear that much. No, this is a hard art. This is a, this is a, a yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, look at all those squibs that they they had three murders in the first four minutes. Yeah. Although one of them was a fake murder. So. Yeah, it was. They, they, they fudged the lines there. So we have the fun plane scene. This oh is, this my the fun gosh, plane the plane scene. Oh yes, the plane scene. Although the one thing I had about that when he like elbows him in the face and then cracks his neck. He is in first class, so there's a little extra space, but like the people in front who you see later, completely unfazed. They never yeah, actually like, caught on, like elbowed him in the jaw, which if you've ever heard that happen, is quite loud and then cracks his neck. How many times have you heard loud. that happen, Aiken? What is this? Once. Once. <laughs> I think that's no, very loud, it's a big pop. And then like cracks his neck and the people in front are just sitting there trying to get comfortable. Like, yeah, wow. The plane's not even taking off too, so there's yeah. not like air there's not like engine noise. The background noise that they yeah. had to edit out was like um, uh, like Slice of Heaven by Dave Dollar <laughs> coming in with, with the New Zealand Koru like yeah. the little yeah. in New Zealand like, maybe, did you know maybe timed it perfectly on beat one so there was like a crash symbol or something at that time as well so everyone just heard that <laughs> exactly. like, yes. isn't everyone on high alert as soon as you're like very fast on a plane and you, you, everyone's annoying you like the people behind you are annoying you the people in front of you are, are annoying you the chairs are swaying back yeah. and forth I can see myself just tuning in and being like these people yeah. <laughs> Although, like, this is before, like, 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 noise cancelling headphones, because that's usually what I do. Like, everyone's uh, pissing me off, just like zone out completely without yeah. the sound. But you would hear that. Like, <laughs> he did have a good, the good one liner before this happened, though, right? Oh yeah. He had yeah. one before and one after, which I, which it made me very happy. It was a murder sandwich. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah she, the air stewardess is like, "Do you have any carry-on luggage?" <laughs> just him. <laughs> it's such a low-level thing. Again, and I'll nail it shut. That was that was what cop. <laughs> I do want us to go back and uh, because we skipped a couple of goodbyes, um, and one of them is very important to the I'll Be Back catalog listeners, um, which is of course yes. when uh, he says goodbye to Bennett. Yeah, um, he throws in a little I'll Be Back Bennett, mm -hmm. um, and, and I love after that it's like John. 
I'll be waiting, John. Like, that's a John sandwich. He puts John on both ends. So one of the key things I remember from my childhood in watching this movie is uh, that John. And if I ever do an Australian accent, it's that John is my go-to. Like, is that your key? John. 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 I'll be ready, John. John. Just moving the car so that you can get your car in so it's not an inconvenience, John. You're like, that's actually a nice thing you were doing for me. John, I took the trash out because I know that you got work in the morning, John. That's the thing I want to say about him, like, because we were shit on him before in terms of his, like, physicality compared to Arnie. It's like, Arnie, uh, John Matrix is such a huge character and he's such a badass hero that you need someone who's just as big a villain. So you need this kind of manic guy who can play, like, slightly obsessive weirdo kind of villain yeah, yeah, he's yeah he was obsessive like he's yeah. constantly sitting there like oh yes and and right after that like right before it the whole um oh they offered me a hundred thousand yeah. dollars but when i heard that i'd get to do you yeah. i told him i'd do it for free like yeah, yeah he, he was a good <laughs> villain yeah, that yeah. is the noise man does some looking yeah. at the lips and little yeah. he was a very nice villain he's just not what i've come to expect yeah, uh, yeah, against him. So he was a good, like that good. You could see him letting himself go after he got kicked off the team. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah but no. still thinking that he can take out John Matrix, and that's the and, thing. And he did. <laughs> yeah, he believed. Um, so the other goodbye I just want to touch on because it does come back later is um, "You're a funny guy, Sully. I like you. That's why oh, I kill you yeah. last." Yeah, um, that's what sold oh, yeah. Arnie the script. Oh really? That line, yeah. Oh, that's a great. They gave line. him the line, and he's like, "I like this movie." Like, cool. He's in. Um, Weird. Yeah, that's a great line. Like all the great lines in that movie. You'd just think that all like the explosions and stuff for Arnie. No, Arnie, Arnie really wanted to like be seen as more than just action dude. That's that's why yeah. the other thing that sold on the movie was that he got to spend the first ten minutes of it as an actual human being. Yeah, before he became killer. You can actually see him enjoying that too. Oh, totally. like, yeah. like he's having a like when she does the like ice cream in his yeah. face. Like I, he's like, oh, this is way better than when I was trying to murder Sarah Connor. <laughs> <laughs> The plane escape was terrific. Awesome. I learned a lot about oh, yeah. inside of planes. Yeah. You Much were, easier to escape than I thought. Yeah. You have no access to the hold anymore. That, yeah, he that's never, locked off. Yeah, he never closes anything is what bugged me, is when they actually take off. Like, the compression of the plane is screwed. Like, oh, that's yeah. it. They're all going to freeze their asses off. He never shut <laughs> no, the... Yeah, at no, least no. shut the door behind you when you've got to climb down onto onto the, like, landing gear of a big Boeing. Right? <laughs> Seriously, shut the door after you. It's common courtesy. <laughs> What, were you raised in a plane bar? <laughs> <laughs> a plane bar. That is hilarious. It's, just it's cool to hang out, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Should we jump forward first to where he jumps out of the plane? Oh. It's like, boom, in the reeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he doesn't like, land just in the water. In he the just reed. lands in the reeds. There could have been a log in there. He, like, he could have spiked himself on a reed. Yeah, <laughs> on a single reed. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like tiny little reed. It's a very it's different a movie. movie when, yeah, they, and then they just cut to his. <laughs> His daughter, daughter sitting with the dictator, and, the, and then you just cut back to John Matrix, <laughs> and that's the rest of it. Just cutting between those two points, yeah. like for eleven hours, sticking out of his heart. He hadn't set his watch by this point, so that's yeah. when he sets the watch, right? Yeah, when, yeah, when he gets which out, which I have a huge deal with because yeah. they—that's eleven hours. It seems like it's about lunchtime, maybe, maybe a little into the afternoon. Yeah, we then go eleven hours, which is through one night. We're into the dawn before we get to the end of the 11 hours. That's the shortest night ever. Yeah, but the flight yeah. may have crossed over some time zones. No, but he's in the same place. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to make an excuse. <laughs> We're trying to help. It's a bit tight. It is a bit yeah. tight, but I, th- I do think the whole watch mechanic gave it a great sense of like time. It was, it was a good absolute yeah. ticking clock. Yeah, oh, it was, it was a good urgency. Especially with the, with the payoff of the fact that he doesn't actually make it. 
which was a really I thought that that was a really cool moment of yep. the fact that like he it, like he's not even looking at his clock by that time because he's just murdering an army. I love yeah. That. yeah, we see seven hours fifty seven. That's it. Oh, yeah, no, we see five. 40 or something. But like once that. he's on the island, forget about That's the watch. Bad, yeah. He's just doing it. But like, the, it's so great that Jenny actually took her life um, into her hands and she t- like saved herself. Like she was badass enough yeah, to be yeah. like, actually, I'll take the handle off. All uh, Sully is, uh, that is not a good suit for Sully, right? Did anyone <laughs> no, else terrible. notice? Like, it looks like he got it from an op shop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> although it does give him the sleaze bag kind of vibe, oh, totally. which he justifies later on, just hitting on the random chick who then becomes and the then female. Think fo- following her to her, oh, oh, yeah, and, and she calls does her not... a fucking whore. Yeah, which oh. is a bit extreme. It doesn't seem to bug her enough. Like yeah. <laughs> she, she's just wandering to the car. Like he turns up, being like, "No, I, I like," and the classic line of "There's something I want to show you." <laughs> Spoiler alert! It was his penis. Death. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was definitely but, like, his death. But she didn't seem bugged enough until after the whole like whore thing like at first she's just like no you're really annoying me it's like i think this is actually a realistic depiction of how awful men are and very true much women deal with that she's like she you know him hitting on her she's like fuck off fuck off fuck off actually really fuck off and he's like you're a fucking whore and she's like how could not used to having a giant man with a giant muscly arm like be crouching down and just and grab then, her by the shoulder like don't move and then like wrench that. the chair out of your car yeah exactly. why did he do that why didn't he just sit in the chair so he could I, crouch down I think that's what it was yeah so he could why didn't hide? he just lean the you can still he can't just the leaning the chair back like, he's yeah. too just big. grab the handle just grab the handle Although that's fair. I have like 250 ridden, pounds of muscle. I have ridden in a mini before and just leaning the chair back just doesn't work. For context, uh, I'm very tall. But just, but also checking in, uh, Sully, of course, driving the Porsche. We talked earlier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the gross, Sully drive, sick Porsche. European car, because he's a villain. Oh, yeah. The, the 80s knew how to get Americans yeah. to buy local. Yeah, they really did. <laughs> this mall. This 80s mall had everything I wanted. What a great mall. It had uh, pastel plastic tubes for some reason. It had a mall (laughs) restaurant. And all that steel drum... Oh, oh, beautiful. Yes, that, that was when the steel drum and, came and in. pillars that are big enough to hide behind, but yeah. don't hide behind. Oh it. my god, that was so yeah. great, because John Matrix leaned back to hide his face, but his pecs were <laughs> <laughs> Which I love, because the security guard mentions it too. Is yeah. like, there, he's one giant... What, jam motherfucker. Yeah, and he, he really, like, that wasn't him playing a character saying that line. That was him, <laughs> as a person, really enjoying that line. At and the end of each take, they did like a bit where they improv and that's what yeah. he Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He, he enun- the one thing that bugged me is he enunciated that too much. Like he was very articulate. Oh, really? uh, big motherfucker. Like <laughs> he is one gigantic motherfucker. Yeah, he, he had been doing he had been doing his actor like vocal warm ups beforehand. Like red yellow red lorry yellow lorry red lorry. Like, one big motherfucker. <laughs> he just kept it going. I thought it was interesting that she was like, "Hey, go! This guy is chasing me." And then, uh, can you go and look after him? So then they go and look after him and they find him and stuff. And then a guy's about to take him down and she's like, actually, I've changed my mind. I'm going to push you down the stairs and save Arnie. And then no, go because... join him in the car. No, yeah. because... And he still... And he stops the car. I that really, also bugged me. I really want to hear this. No, so the, the reason for this is um, she... Got, she sent the security guards after him yeah. because he's a crazy guy who was being crazy. Yeah. But then when Sully saw him, he said Matrix, and he and he was like, oh, give me a quarter. That's when she realized, oh, uh, this yeah, guy yeah, yeah. was telling the truth. And he pulled out a gun. So when she yeah. saw the actual danger behind Sully, I was like, oh, this guy might be legit. 
Yeah. I also, um, that, thank you for explaining that. That was very good. But how great was, give me a quarter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the fact that he shoves his hand into her purse. And if you've ever been into a purse, those things are just mazes. Yeah. He just shoves his hand and he pulls out a quarter, an exact quarter. Amazing. And just first try to bam, quarter, and then leaves. If there was anyone creepy enough to do it, it would be Sully. Yeah, he'd been, he had rifled through enough handbags oh. to know exactly where the quarters <laughs> are in every way. handbag. Sully doesn't get to make that call, does he? No, because Hulk smashed phone booth. <laughs> like, yeah, and also, like, the fact that he, like, while, while like, Arnie was rattling the phone booth, he still had the gun. He had fired one <laughs> shot and never just went, you know, he's rattling it. He's standing right here, chest up against the door. I could just go, bang, yeah. it's over. But then, you he's know, so the He's so terrified by the whole situation. And, like, Arnie, to be honest, it would be pretty surreal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but not only does he, like, just, like, tip her over, he pulls it up over his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the full over the top. It. It's like oh. a portaloo. Yeah, it is. <laughs> if you have issues with the time continuity, I want to have a, take issue with this 80s mall's uh, security guard hiring program. Because is because it... too many? How many so cops many. are oh, in yeah. this mall? In Paul Blart Mall Cop, there are very few mall cops. Isn't he like one of the only mall yeah. cops? Like, Maybe all the other ones got fired or were killed by um, Paul <laughs> Blart yeah, exactly. back in the 80s. Afterwards, after that, he just held a grudge against all mall cops, <laughs> went around every mall in America <laughs> just killing all so, the mall cops. Yeah, Paul Blart is canon for the commando That's universe, <laughs> yes. where no one hires an excessive amount of mall cops because That's they right. know that there is nothing you can do uh, against the John Matrix situation. But uh, Sully survives this encounter and we have the little car chase. Car chase, which is great that she's like, I'm on board for an adventure. Yep. Yeah, like, that's... the fact that he stops and picks her up, that bugs me. It's yeah. like, you're chasing after this guy who just tried to shoot you, who survived being like rattled around like baked beans in a can, <laughs> and is like oh, running away in his Porsche. It's like stopping for this random lady who you just kidnapped before. It's like, please stop. He's like, yeah, that sounds good. We'll I stop. think that here's what I think. I think the line of dialogue after it justifies it because I think he stopped and let her in by like an accidental knee jerk like reaction that like someone ran out and is like, no, no, no. And he's like, what? And then she hops in. Like, like he's just oh, like, wait, what do I need to know a thing? Oh shit. You're already in the car. Cause yeah. then she's like, are you going to tell me what's going on? And he's like, no, <laughs> and this is right, and that is the moment where she does the Home Alone yeah. hands to the face oh. scream. Oh no! It's like, oh, this is beautiful. Uh, Just what we're talking about. How great is Home Alone? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can we podcast. have this tangent? Yeah. Like, okay. imagine it. Do the whole thing, redo the whole of Commando, except replace her with Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> to be honest, we had some real Home Alone moments later on when he runs out of guns oh yeah it's oh, very yeah. true yeah, yeah. yeah it's Kevin Arnold moment it, it goes commando home alone Paul Blunt <laughs> that's, the, that's the history of all movies yeah, exactly. everything is um, is taken off of those yeah, oh, but we, the... we jumped past it but when Arnie got hit by the car and I'm pretty sure that was Arnie in, in that stunt moment it's not was it not no I Can... watched the thing that said it was clearly a stunt man ah oh. yeah well, I, whilst I agree with possibly that fact, it was not clearly a stuntman. No. Yeah, like, full mic. Is yeah. this about the thing? When he got hit by the yellow car and he rolled over it before he... Yeah, yeah. the exact same and way something... his teammate died and he just got up and jumped <laughs> in a car. But also in that shot, something falls off him. 
and I couldn't work out what it was. Eyes and Spotify. Eyes and Spotify. Like, yeah. It's like it'll be his iPhone. <laughs> that was the, that's the weirdest thing. I was like, oh no, he dropped his phone. And I was like, no. Wait a minute. Phones it, were the size of cars. Yeah. <laughs> if he'd had a phone, it would have stopped the Porsche. But let's be honest. Like, it would have been. Uh, it would have had a cord plugged like, back into the wall. Back into the, the wall. Let's be honest though. Like the size that a, a cell phone would have been back then. The only person who could justify having that would be Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right, yeah. He's big enough to pull that out of his pocket. It's like, that just looks ridiculous. That's what that tree at the beginning was. It's yeah, a, it's exactly. A, that's his cell phone. This was the equivalent of Terminator 2's, like, he's the only one who can carry the minigun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, on set, I was the only one who could carry the mobile phone. <laughs> I tell you, what, one thing they're strong enough to hold is a Sully over a cliff. Yes, oh, with one hand. And it was his weak hand. They wanted him to do that, like, genuinely. And he was like, no. And so they got a crane in. Oh, yeah, like, come why on, would you... So they wanted him to actually do it, and he's like, Wait, no. was that not green screened? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's him over, actually over a cliff, but there's a crane holding him. By Isn't wire. that amazing, right? Oh, wow. be, but because of the, like... Because looking at it, admittedly, my eyesight can... isn't great. I was like, that's clearly a green screen. No, that was actually real. Wow. That's probably yeah. 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 No, Can I just take back everything that I've there. said that diminishes this movie? This is now the most amazing movie I've ever seen. <laughs> you so have to have the whole movie justified. Then you're, you're not going to be happy to find out that the cockpit shots in the airplane were definitely green screen. What? <laughs> no, that was the one that I thought was real. <laughs> so green screen. I'm like, just reproject this stuff. No, we have the technology now. This is another great line of, um, remember when I told you I'd kill you last? Yes, that line. Uh, I lied. <laughs> and then just try. Oh, oh, and then and after that, there's the great line after that with like, oh, what did you what do with Sully? I let him go. It's like, oh, oh, which, oh, is, which is a great kill, pun. Killer great. quip. A wonderful pun. Yeah. Autumn's coming and Sully had loves fall. <laughs> <laughs> he had a meeting with his friend Cliff. <laughs> I had to drop him off. Uh, he, he was thirsty. He had to grab a tea. <laughs> grab grab a tea. tea. Gravity. Gravity. Uh, Mike's finally caught up. Me a second. The, the best moment head. is that, like, Mike, this is it from here on out. There's going to be so many quips so in many these quips. movies, and oh. every one of them will inspire me to be awful. <laughs> so we jump to the mall where we uh, we see the motel. The motel. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 80s motel. On oh, it's beautiful. And, and uh, right after that, like, smashing into the place next door, that completely, it's like, they are actually banging. Like, there's actually a couple next door who are actually banging. I love that. It's like, let's make it look like you've been banging, because that's definitely what you've been doing in this. And, like, next door, they've actually been banging. <laughs> yeah, but also it's like, well, there have been no breasts in this movie so far. And there needs to be at least one pair. To be yeah. honest, for, for 80s movies, and especially Arnold movies, this was a very late introduction of boobies. Late? Yeah. yeah. And that was the thing. It's like, when they smash through the wall, you clearly see the boobies. But then in every single time they cut to her afterwards, they cover the nips. Yeah. So you clearly see them that one time, but then afterwards, like, that's all you get. That's that all you get of boobies sense, in this though, movie. Right? But, it kind of does. <laughs> but she wasn't through. actually covering them the most of the time. It was just, like, convenient placing of the camera. Like, like random objects. Or... Yeah. I thought it was very rude that he ripped her shirt up. It yes. was a little bit much. And she was... Another she was thing like, oh, yeah. she was not bugged about that enough. Yeah. Like, again, mm. you've probably got so the, the point there, Stephen, where she, it's probably happened to her a bunch of times. She's like, no, that was very justifiably for her to be like, hold up, I can undo a button. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like, hey, oh, let me. A great line in that bit with it was, um, I can't believe this macho bullshit. 
Yes! <laughs> These guys eat too much red meat? Yes! Weird! Like, I so forgot weird. that that was a thing back like back in the day where it was like, if you were too like like masculine and like all full of testosterone, it's like, you're just eating too much steak. Whereas we now know that all, if you want to get a lot of protein, if you want to get super jacked and all muscly and stuff, you've got to eat chicken. <laughs> Although yeah. it doesn't sound as intimidating as like, oh, they eat too much white meat. And, and, if you're over, <laughs> and if you're overdosed with masculinity, it's not about what you're eating, it's about your insecurities. Come on. <laughs> exactly. I thought it was quite good that there were bars in that room. I did yeah. like that they changed up the decor a little bit and like when they were in their room there was those like glass square block things and then in the next room they had those bars it's like it's yeah. in, the, in the rooms they didn't just cookie color it there's it's the yeah. 80s every room has its own kink <laughs> <laughs> we're doing um so this is where we actually get to the detective work because yes. you're completely correct there's no detective work up until now and then they sleuth around the car because they is, have to, because they killed the guy. Yeah, yeah accidentally. Not, not my fault. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't he, know who put he that He just table fell in. on the spike. All right. um, but they sleuth the car, and then they go to the Enterprises, and they sneak in. This He's, is an amazing yeah. moment, because they arrive there, and he goes, you go that way, I'll go this way, and neither of them go, wait, we've never been here before. Where are we going? I mean, it's yeah, a warehouse. Like, it's got just sides. Have, I'm going to climb up there. And, like, this sleuthing stuff, this was, like, the first time she was seriously useful as a character. And she's, like, like just happens to find this receipt. It's like, I know exactly what this is about. I conveniently know exactly everything about what's on this one piece of paper. Wait, she saved his life in the mall. He was going to get shot. Yeah, mm. but, like, her specifically as a character, it's like anyone could have bumped Okay, that that's comes. fair. Yeah, it, that it was. The, that's where I like movies that have coincidence, right? Yeah. Like, that it's very lucky that the person who he ended up teaming up with is actually and Any the fact coach? that she's like oh and I know this because I'm, I'm training my pilot license which also point <laughs> at that point in history great that it was a woman uh, of, of, yeah, yeah, of American yeah. African American descent becoming a pilot even these days right. it, like it's I've only ever had one female pilot ever fly me anywhere to be but honest I most of them as well and uh, I was sitting next to my mum and my mum went ooh Oh, no. oh my god! It's great um, that it was your mum. Yeah. Like if it was your dad, you'd be like, oh. no, but very, like, very like, uh oh, like you'd be like, mums, come on, support, <laughs> the, support the matriarchy. Yeah. <laughs> Do people say that. The, the one problem with the solution is that him using the ruler on the map was not convincing. No, it just didn't make sense. Eh? He like, just kind of moved it around and longitude. He looked like me in geography class. Yeah. Just looking around like, oh, is, it, is this what we're all doing? <laughs> Are we all using the protractor? Oh, it's a compass situation. Latitude is famously like horizontal and he puts the ruler on a diagonal, yeah. which Didn't feel conveniently lines up to this island. Mm. But what I want to give him props for, because you can, you can be mean to him about that, but I'll give him props for this. He only beat up a guy and put him in a closet. He didn't kill anyone in this warehouse. That's true. Yeah. That's true. And they had a tank in there. <laughs> <laughs> they had so many weapons. They had a lot of weapons in there. I, when he went in, I was like, oh, classic heroin, cocaine kind of hideout. And then I was like, oh, no, this is like... This, this is like all, This is all of the like all of the 80s bad guy stuff in one warehouse. And he, he was like, actually, this is not what the movie's about. I got, I'm just going to get the knowledge and I'm out. Because you know what the movie's about? It's about Jenny. Yeah. Yeah. Who you don't see much of at all. <laughs> no, we just check in. We just need to yeah. check in on Jenny. How's she going? Just the idea of Jenny. Like, the, the, it's That's not about Jenny as an actual character. It's the but idea guess, of Jenny. He sees how many weapons the bad guys have, and that's why now he has to go shopping. Yeah, yeah. So which I love that quip as well. Like, it's it's time to go shopping. shopping. <laughs> um, which is, I wish that the. I'm so glad the cops turned up. 
I think yeah. that, that was great. Good was response a, time by them. Well, it, it is. A, a, it's a, a army surplus store. They know that there's weapons in there, so it was great. And that the they... secret thing in the back with like all the real serious weapons, like mm. army surplus. Yeah, but like they had a rocket launcher in there. Like, yeah. Also, if I'm what just, was America just, like in the '80s? Well, it's just a surplus one. One ad left. Oh look, we've got a rocket launcher. Yeah. Left. We better send it down to that mall and uh, yeah. having <laughs> well, so having lived in America, this was an army surplus store. It's very likely that the uh, rocket launcher is in there as part of a private collection slash a show off piece. So yeah. like, I wasn't. So surprised by that the button could have been a little bit better hidden yeah and, and, and also the uh, the manual the manual yeah no. yeah i love that like when she uses it i read also i had a that did bug me it's like how did you how did you learn how to use that it's like i read the manual but she held it the wrong way around but like, that's the most simple it instruction the no, it looks yeah, the same point both it, ways point it this way to shoot it and then she skipped that and went through to where's the trigger and everything <laughs> how to load it which also she would have had to load it unless they left now it's already the rocket loaded, loaded, loaded so in this the is back the 80s. you've got to leave it loaded just in case something kicks off john's <laughs> Gun room door is ajar. The owner can leave a loaded rocket launcher and it's not that big. This was a bold gambit for her, right? Like using the mm. rocket launcher? Yeah, and standing up in the convertible to do it, that was a classic move for like a, an action movie. She decided that she was willing to murder two policemen. <laughs> and yeah. possibly John Not Matrix. Guys. Yeah, exactly. They're firing, like, she was very confident that he I was going to survive that. But also, <laughs> I do want to do, I don't know if this is an Easter egg that the filmmakers put in here for us. The giant Jay-Z, the, um, yeah, uh, drives a Cadillac. It's the only American car driven by a villain. Maybe he wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he was like the guy who like if he'd survived long enough might have had like a little bit of conflict of character. And yeah. Like, maybe I'm on the right... Are we the bad guys? Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we check in with Jenny in the mansion, and then we go to the docks where they get... They steal a plane. They steal a plane. There's so many yeah. keys everywhere. Like, every vehicle that he needs access to, he can access really yeah. easily. That was the, when he stole her car back yeah. at the mall. The keys just happened to be there. 80s. Yeah. That's what 80s. we did back in the 80s. And yeah. then we get off the plane, and we get the reveal of the tiny, tiny shorts. Oh, this... For a movie speed, called Commando. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> What's he doing wearing underwear? Like, yeah, yeah, that was true. It was like, it was like anti-Commando. Yeah. Like no clothes other than the undies. Yeah. I would love it for Commando when he went Commando in it. Yeah. That's yeah. so yeah. funny. That would not Maybe have been the scene that, that I like need that. to see. Yeah, just him rowing naked. <laughs> <laughs> but those, that Speedo, I think that... Here's my thing. is I, I think that it's good to leave a little bit in there for everyone, all right? They showed us some boobies at 47 minutes. Okay, at an hour and uh, five minutes. Let's get some some speed oh hello <laughs> you definitely wrote that before <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I felt uh, it in the moment speed, oh I'm gonna oh, I wanna say this I, wanna... I, I like that get... um, when he gets to the island he's got his undies all his weapons his things and he, he's like I've got to bring makeup with me as well. So yeah, he dons on it. It's his commando like paint. Commando makeup, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Like, yeah, and he outlines his muscles too. Yeah. It's like this little groove in his arm. He's like, I'm good. I love the two of them. Know how big my muscles are. The gear up scene. <laughs> I love is, gear up scenes. Is oh, iconic. Yeah. This is such a great gear up scene. <laughs> and it's for his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. But then Although, he has that like, moment where like, he puts the gun on his shoulder and the music swells. And it's like time for business. That is Perfect. So kind of undermined by like right after when you see him sneaking through when he's got everything on and he doesn't hold the rocket launcher on his shoulder he just holds the strap of it and like it just rocks you're, next to him it's like it's, it looks very limp for a rocket launcher you're angry that he like yes. was carrying his it's rocket like, launcher he, like a man bag yes he should have had it on his that's where rocket launchers live when you're trying to be badass on the shoulder and he's got big shoulders no, he because done that. limited visibility he's in commando stealth mode but, but now we just are literally killing for about 
15 minutes. It's so yeah. long. It's oh, like consistent as well. But he does solid snake for a little while. Right, like yeah, solid does. snakes. Also, I love that they went to the surplus store. They got all those guns and like eighteen knives. Yes, because <laughs> he's and, just like knife kill, knife yeah, kill. No, and then doesn't he have that like ejector knife? Yeah. He just points yeah. it up like like a clicker thing for a slideshow, and it just pops a knife out and kills the dude. That's great. This is what the explosion that even as a child made me furious because it's the cool one of the coolest explosions, but the worst shot. Is the barracks? So oh, the roofs blow the, up. But, yeah, yeah, but you see all the plywood. Do you see all the yeah, mannequins? They just is pop this, like just... balloons. The, the, yeah. They're meant to be like solid sheds full of stuff, but they just go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that broke my heart? Is that I'm like, yeah. oh, this should have been the coolest moment. But I like that none of you, none of you folks, uh, noticed all of the mannequins that just wobbled. All no, there. Oh, yeah. And then the guys in the so the guys in the foreground like jump. They're like ah, oh. but the people who are next to the barracks are just mannequins in military gear, and they just wobble. Great. Oh, but it's after that explosion that we got the um, the welcome back, John. Oh, such a good oh. welcome back, John. <laughs> so glad you made. <laughs> <laughs> and he leans back so smug. Yeah, he's yeah. like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a good villain moment. He's great. Him uh, smashing through the wall yeah. is oh, so great. Yes. He's just like, <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. And Jenny's out. She goes into the he's basement. Uh, oh, the, the, we did the shed. We talked about the shed a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One arm coming uh, off. Oh, <laughs> Oh, the, the, in, in the shed when he's hiding in the shed and they just shoot it all up and then just the pitchfork from above that was yeah. one of my favourite this ones. scene was so like, great angle too it's so like brutal. he's just like looking there it's just like pitchfork straight to the chest <laughs> the circular blade that cuts just a little bit of the guy's scalp off oh, oh, yes. oh there were so many like this was obviously someone's baby like someone oh, who wanted this so to be way more of a it. splatter film yeah because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they did the one you, thing the arm coming off is quite like it comes out of nowhere and it feels very violent. Yeah. Like, you yeah. see people having like squibs exploding and stuff and you just see an arm get hacked off. You're like, oh, fuck, man, that's, yeah. uh, that's a lot. John Matrix, he gets a machine gun, one of those beautiful belt-loaded automatic rifles. Oh, yeah, he's feeding it. Oh. Mm-hmm. The one issue with the feeding it through is we can tell how many bullets yeah. are left and how clearly you're on unlimited mode. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> there's, yeah. there's just like four it's inches of, yeah, yeah. You know, Every it's time. tiny and he's just... It gets longer and shorter. No. You'd think with one guy against what, like a hundred other guys, you'd think they'd get him at least just once. once. No. Yeah, just once. It's just, just one. Shot. You missed like the little moments where he stepped forward twice, step back twice, step left, right, left, right, and then press A B. <laughs> 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 so, that was great. For millennials, he, he purchased a, a, a thing which allowed him to cheat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was made by EA. Like you, yeah. he just got all the upgrades straight away. He bought a thousand coins. <laughs> Stole mum's credit card. That was. <laughs> and so, to be honest, he basically did step forward, back, left, right, <laughs> left, right, because he was dancing all over this like lead oh, up. Oh, he did. Yeah. Of just killing, he killed, he killed so, so many, many people. Uh, yeah. But then he killed dictate. Big Bad way too easily. Why? The big, uh, it was That's what a, I loved. Is it, that was the misdirect? Yeah. Is that we were like, oh, this is the showdown. But what's going to happen with Bennett? And then he was, which yeah. I would also like to say, what kind of gun did Dictator have? He had an AUG. He had a, 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 a European-made machine gun. We have I'm just all say, I'm We have all in America. You're the I'm only just... one who knows stuff about guns. <laughs> I know that there are handguns and ones that are bigger. Yeah, exactly. All I know is what company made that pitchfork. <laughs> was that your agricultural reference? You're like, I can't tell what a gun is, but I'll tell you what, I can definitely recognize a Smithson versus a 
stoffed well. And a stoffed well, that pitchfork was not. <laughs> Are those made up names for tools? Because they were very, very convincing. Like, Smithster. Like, that was a character. I don't, oh, wait. I don't... Smith is my surname. You just saw me. Yeah. And then he just, oh, no. Sam knows You come from my... a long line of pitchfork I manufacturers. It's, a pitchfork to me is a tuning fork that yeah, you used to get notes for uh, when you're singing a cappella. Which was very disappointing to your pitchfork manufacturing father when you came out as a dentist <laughs> exactly and a musical right. fan. Yeah. He's like, you have to make the pitchforks. You know, like, sharpen a spike makes a real man. <laughs> but to be honest, in the third act of your movie where you go back and tell your father that you can save the farm by selling pitchforks yeah. that are tuning forks, but under his iconic name of Smithson. Made oh. by the same material that he, you guys have made in the family with made the pitchforks for just for generations. Exactly right. That's John, a... John, I got your daughter, John. John. <laughs> oh, yeah. So horrible, him in the basement. He's really creepy. Just yeah, like, really enjoys so intensity, creepy. especially when he like, I don't need a gun, I don't need a knife, and then he delivers the weirdest line the, I've yeah, ever seen. The, the least ambiguous line ever. I'm going to kill you now. <laughs> it's like, oh, The line good. delivery is this like happened. manic. Absolutely not. Oh, he was lovely. Like, that actor was loving this. That's the kind of oh, acting right. where you're like, okay, make sure the stunt doubles are in. This guy is unhinged. Yeah. <laughs> right. We don't know what's going on. Um, this was also a great moment where he uh, called out John for being, like, too slow. He's like, oh, you're getting old, John. You're getting old, John. It's yeah. like, Hold You're on. like the same age. <laughs> if not, he looks older. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. You're definitely not in the equal shape. Oh, you know, hell like, no. <laughs> This is not the pot calling the kettle black. This is, you know, like a sponge calling the kettle, like, one not a kettle. <laughs> that is a great analogy. <laughs> one of them's been cutting trees for the past year, and the other one's been, like, watching television. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Just re-watching all of his own action movies, going, that will be me one day. <laughs> that will be me. This is, uh, so they had, the, they had their showdown brawl, they had this great thing, and then they had what I believe is the first, like, iconic killer one-liner this, this is, is like the this first is the one, one for arnie i think this is the one that i knew before the the you know, i didn't yeah. know it was in this movie so it came out and i was like ah, <laughs> this is, there uh, it is. um see which, i was pantomiming it you just dead silent until that ah! <laughs> let us some steam oh <laughs> yeah both there's alt lines in the deleted scenes what there's a bunch of alt lines can we oh, can yeah, try and guess some okay you do one and I'll do one and I'll see if I can oh, get can any can I guess one can oh, I guess yeah. one do you want to read them I've got one that I think it is pipe down <laughs> that's not bad that's oh. not bad that's not one of them this has been a gas <laughs> no but not bad I'm exhausted <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> but that that would have been like if he had actually been right in saying you're getting a bit old it's like just laying off steam just dies like I am exhausted <laughs> I don't know about you I hear these lines right. what's this yeah, so yeah. there's three one's awful and two of them play on the same thing the first one was I hate small talk alright cool that's awful that is, that that is awful. not great doesn't make any sense the second one was I think it was too much pressure for you Bennett oh, oh yeah, yeah. it's just good. bad it's they bad. should have gone with that one on that and then there's this one, which, which actually, his, his, his line reads is actually pretty good, where he goes, can't take the pressure, Bennett. Huh? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I reckon that one's Which yeah. is pretty solid. I, mean, I that, reckon that makes much more sense than let off steam. Yeah, because he's not the one letting off the steam. The steam's coming from the, like, no, the because big the, pressure thing behind him that the, 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 the pipe's gone through. Yeah, in the other context of it, if you let off steam, you like sit back and raise, oh, yeah, yeah. maybe he can relax now that he's dead. <laughs> yeah. This is vast overthinking of a one-liner. <laughs> of an amazing one. Let it play on whatever's going on. 
and then just let it wash over you, like the, like the steam <laughs> coming out of Bennett's sweet blood hole. That's a really fun Bennett's thing. Sweet oh, blood. Oh, oh, Bennett's sweet blood hole was definitely um, his um, sixteenth name. Um, so this would be. Uh, um, so he's, he's got the pipes, and the pipes coming out, leading off all the steam, warming up the room, and he's like, "Are you feeling sore now?" <laughs> Oh my god. Like a sauna? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you got it. You got it. Oh, that took me a beat. That was worth it. That oh, was so fun. That's, I love that when he's when he's walking to the beach and he's got it on, sh- on his shoulder. Yeah. It looks so badass. It looks great. <laughs> and yet he couldn't be bothered putting the, the rocket launcher. Yeah, rocket launcher to a lazy a 10 year old child. Like, this is fine. It's so you know, I guess that, but I guess that, that means it's all over, right? Yeah. I mean, un- until next time. Yeah. Is there a sequel to this movie? No chance. No chance. <laughs> yeah. It's like, there isn't. come back. There is not. Uh, my favorite, so this is my only, this is my one moment that I wanted to uh, pass off is that like he takes off and I just feel like the colonel would be like, oh, John, we need to debrief. <laughs> uh, a lot of things there's, Yeah, you've got to explain like, all of you, this. You have murdered like 200 <laughs> people. So much You're going to prison for a long so time. So much paperwork. But they are my daughter. <laughs> they got my daughter back to the plane. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so good if, like, as a defense in court, you could go, say, no, I was trying to save my kid. Yeah, but my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very uh, Grecian, right? Like he brings his daughter into the trial. Yeah, but my daughter. <laughs> yeah, I, I robbed a bank, but it was to give uh, the millions and millions of dollars to my daughter. <laughs> to my daughter. Okay, we're, that was Commando. That was Commando. We made it. Finally. We made it. We're going to take a short break. Um, I'm going to stand up and get some water. Mike's going to play uh, the outro music. The outro music uh, is amazing. We really fight good. for oh, love. I love it. Enjoy this. And we're back with I'll be back as a log. Let's do some Hasta La Trivia. Hasta la trivia, baby. In 1986, a sequel was written by Stephen de Souza and revised by Frank Darabont with an eye to having John McTiernan in it direct, which you may recognise and give away what the end is. But the script was based on the book Nothing Lasts Forever. Uh, but Schwarzenegger wasn't interested in reprising the role of John Matrix. The script was then reworked with a new central character, eventually being played by Bruce Willis. John McClane. And that became Die Hard. John yes. Matrix, John McClane. Yeah, wow. so, well, like, it's quite interesting that in the sequel, when they were making the sequel, that was when they were like, okay, Matrix has a last name, believable? No. <laughs> <laughs> I know how we can fix yeah, this. But that's a claim. Uh, we're keeping the Muppet. We like the Muppet. <laughs> the tricks is a bit out there. <laughs> the cool thing for, like, movie buffs is, like, Die Hard has always seen as the quintessential action film. And this is the precursor. This is the granddaddy of the daddy of action films. Right? Which makes sense because, you know, like, this as an action film is wonderful and very distilled down to the basics of Commando. Whereas Die Hard is, like, a nuanced and interesting action film yeah. where you're like, Ooh. Where the dialogue is actually, you know, leaves a little space for interpretation. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen I've Die Hard? I'm not remotely surprised. <laughs> not really. <laughs> They if there was a little be- bit more singing and dancing, maybe. They always talk about it being a Christmas movie, and uh, which is the fact I know about it, but the um, my favourite Christmas movie is Jurassic World. Is that a Christmas movie? <laughs> yeah, at the beginning, they're like, hey, it's Christmas time, we go to Jurassic World. It's as much a Christmas what? movie as... <laughs> that's, I mean, that's true. Yeah. Like They are just movies that happen at Christmas time. Yeah. But like, I think 
that's kind of strange. I haven't seen Jurassic World, but the fact that they were like, what is, how are we going to celebrate Christmas? How are we going to celebrate? <laughs> Which is kind of fun, because Christmas Let's came from like, the, birth, the birth of Jesus. The birth of Jesus, <laughs> Christmas. Well, how are we going to celebrate that? The one thing that all the people who believe in Jesus really hate, dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. That's a perfect combo. That was weird. Um, so my one is uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, Ray Dawn Chong uh, shot a love scene, um, but it was so unconvincing that they actually dropped it from the movie entirely. What? Yeah. And um, when you say a love scene, scene I think that uh, like in the hotel. Scene. I think they'd be a sexy scene. Yeah. I, I was wondering when it would take place. There's like, no time. I mean, yeah. The only place that kind of makes sense is if in there's the autopilot. Yeah, the yeah. plane's on yeah. autopilot. Bang in the back of the aqua plane. I put it on autopilot. Then uh, now I put you on my autopilot. <laughs> no, we're cutting I mean, it. We're cutting it. We're cutting it. <laughs> <laughs> but it, wouldn't, it wouldn't have worked. It really would have felt weird. No, there was no. There's no sexual tension between those. There was no. Also, considering how how much she like uh, lent into the fact that the aquaplane was as old as her was a really old model. Would it have had autopilot? I doubt it. <laughs> yeah. I, I just don't know when else it could have really you taken can't, place. No, like, no he just real held space. it at altitude, like controlling it with his foot while he <laughs> <back>. like, <laughs> I'm sure someone out there can speak to that as being a thing that you can get away with. Okay, <laughs> so this one, um, the, the mansion that you see being used at the end of the movie, you know, during the shoes house and stuff. Yeah. It's the same mansion that's used for the shoes house at the end of Beverly Hills Cop, the first one. <gasps> Whoa, I've seen that movie. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same mansion. That's great. Yeah. But they blow it up. No, it's, it's like a you know props and shit. It? <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a model. It's a model. <laughs> that's the excuse for every single thing that happened in that's that a... movie that wasn't believable. Yeah, <laughs> props and shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so the broad dictator is actually t- said to be from a country called uh, Valverde um, and Valverde was a fictionalized uh, South America South slash Central American country that was used in Hollywood from the 80s to early 90s to depict like Spanish speaking countries similar to Cuba or Nicaragua uh, without encountering diplomatic problems <laughs> I figured um, that was the reason yeah so it's, it's uh, it was Val- also Valverde refer- sounds very Italian as well yeah. but Valverde yeah, no but some of our listeners may recognize the dish. name Valverde something green um, no, not what it means, but where <laughs> it's also referenced. Uh, but yeah, so it's re- it's referenced in Predator and in Die Hard 2. Oh, so Predator, in Predator, that's where Predator takes place, is in Valverde. And in Die Hard 2, that's where the uh, the terrorists come from. So it's basically the, the like country equivalent of 555. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, uh, and Vulgaria from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Vulgaria. How can I bring this back to a musical number? <laughs> I did think that, like the whole, like with, uh, even when they uh, were like listing off all of his uh, enemies, when they said like South America, that was their way of being like, it's definitely Cuba, but we can't actually say it's <laughs> Cuba. Say it's Cuba, but you know where it is. Cuba's, it's Cuba, Central America. But it was, uh, it was an Central island, right? Like, yeah. Or no, they were hiding on, yeah, they, they were hiding out on an island. Yeah, yeah they were off coast. Um, so for the last one, do do you guys want to take a, a guess at the body count? Um, oh. I'm sitting next to Stephen, who has the paper, and I've seen the number. Oh, okay, seen the number? so I have not seen the number. I guess yes. it's 293. That's oh, way over. over. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which I was also okay. surprised at. Like, I saw I the number. I was like, 17. No, I think Sam's counting the people who were in the barracks. 
A bit worried. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We didn't see all Because you can't actually count those bodies because they are a small the actual, hunk uh, of messy, gross stuff. <laughs> the bodies who hit the floor, so the ones that we oh, saw, right, okay. um, was 109. Great. 109. <laughs> with 102 people. of them killed by Commando himself. <laughs> That's what? 109 funerals. That's 109 broken families. <laughs> to be honest, a lot of the soldiers who joined up with the dictator were there. They were mercenaries. They were there for money. Their, their families have already mourned their death many times. Yeah. <laughs> okay, they're not worrying about Just it. Just ethically? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're going to move on. Um, our uh, next segment is I'm Back. I'm Back, baby. It's the sequel. Uh, Hollywood is calling Commando was a huge hit, which it was. It was very fun. Mm. Uh, uh, what I want the sequel to be is to be quite close after that. So Jenny's still ten, but it, we flipped them. The we flipped the metric. I was going to say flip the matrix. That's no, <laughs> <laughs> that's sex stuff. But I want to flip flip the metric. <laughs> flip the matrix. No, um, we flip it. So. Uh, Arnie is the one who gets kidnapped and Jenny has oh, to save him. Yeah. But instead of a drama, it's a comedy because she's just like, you can see from the little training sequence in the little sitcom yeah. sequence at the start, she is not great at fighting stuff. So yeah, just little elbow. She has some. But I want all of like all of the stuff that she does to save him to all be by accident. Like she kills more people <laughs> than oh. Commando, but she just sort of falls through it accidentally. <laughs> And Mr. Magoo kind the, of yeah but yeah. like the bad guy is the guy that the female prota- protagonist was meant to have dinner with that she was organising over the phone at the start but then she ends up with Arnie and he gets really mad and kidnaps Arnie and is going to kill him but then Jenny has to save him and but <laughs> in the weird. end in the end female protagonist and uh, bad guy bad guy doesn't die they end up back together oh, oh lovely yeah. Have you got a title? No. <laughs> uh, a commande? Yes. Oh, you know, commande. Commande. Yeah. Yeah. Did commande. you do a commande? Commande. 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 Like, not commande. Commande. I feel like that's a bit patronizing. Yeah. But she's cute. I would go with. Thing, uh, but it's still got the little, like, shoot, shoot kind of vibe to it. Would, I'm going with commando colon too young to die. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's kind of cool. Too young yes. to die? Yeah. Too young no, to die. No. And no. then there's like, oh shit. Is it two? Is it two? Two? Is this the Yes, this is exactly. Four. Two plus two is four. <laughs> Minus one, there's three quick maths. Big shack. That's a fun movie though. I'd watch that's that. A, yeah, that sounds awesome. All right, on to the next one with Dust Reboot. Dust Reboot. Who would you cast and what do they do? So obviously we live in a time of reboots. Uh, there's many, many reboots going on, so... Mr. Sam Smith, Hello. what is your reboot? Sorry, technically Dr. Sam Smith, but continue. <laughs> Dr. Sam Smith, what is your reboot of Commando? So my reboot is called Commando because it's a reboot and they normally keep the same name. True. Yep. Um, I want some advice from you guys. I want to hear your opinion because basically I've just thought today, who would play these roles? I've got two ideas for who would play Arnie's part. One, of course, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yes. Of course. Two... John Cena. These are the two that come up yes. uh, in a lot of the reboots. They seem to be the two guys yeah. that would fill that role at the moment. 
moment. What about and I think you'd want to get the one that's the worst actor, so John Cena is. <laughs> sure. This would be way better suited to John Cena because I think that uh, The Rock, it would be such a given. Like, he's such yeah. a great... Uh, he would easily play a dad, yeah. you yeah. know? Um, so there wouldn't be that joy at the start. Like, seeing John Cena would be that same thing. Elaine, John Cena seems like a very lovely guy who could easily play a dad. Also because his name is John and he won't get confused. Yeah, exactly. And you, you could also use his theme song like whenever he enters the scene. <laughs> yeah. da, 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 da. But they, but to they, John Cena. But to Cena, they go, John <laughs> Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I did with that. So yeah, so okay, so good, John Cena, good, good um, decision, everyone. Yeah. Um, then I would have the part of Sally played by who I thought this was played by in the movie Emilio Estevez. Ooh. It looks very similar. Oh, I like that. I love Emilio. We get He's a bit old now, though, isn't he? But that's good that he's old oh, okay. enough to okay. be yeah, yeah. that guy now. Yeah. They needed more age diversity in those good oh, yeah. yeah. But exactly. I guess they all were in the military together is the yeah. premise. <laughs> yeah. so it still works. I want to see what you think about this. Bennett, obviously played by Danny McBride. Oh my god, uh, that'd be amazing. Yes. The whole time. Oh, so but he's funny. got to beef up. Like He's got to do the classic, like he's got an action movie role. Exactly like Hollywood right. fitness <laughs> thing I reckon, on Instagram I reckon, of... Just Imagine the character he plays in Eastbourne, he's bound and down. Just, just that. <laughs> so funny. Just that. Do it. That would be great. Um, Jeannie should be played by Alyssa Milano still nice. today. Because yep. okay. she should be in movies more. And the... Because um, she was aerial. She was. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and I think the part of the female protagonist... Cindy. Who, Her name's Cindy. Cindy. Oh, Cindy. Should be played by... Put her as a Cindy. Foxy Cleopatra from the Austin Powers movie. Because <laughs> that is what that role is. Okay. <laughs> it, would, it would bring the necessary sassiness that she didn't exactly really right. she tried to bring but didn't actually bring and then she could sing the theme tune as well yes Yeah. it doesn't need a musical number yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so wait so I do need to clarify is yeah. uh, Alyssa Milano uh, playing she is like a 40 year old woman but playing <laughs> a 10 year old girl so she is playing a 10 year old girl <laughs> she so is range it's, it's very <laughs> established like and are they gonna are you gonna like Lord of the Rings Hobbit style fake her size um, nope. or okay so she's just <laughs> she's just a huge old looking 10 year old no one ever mentions it they just talk to her like she's just a 10 year old girl like, it's, it's like it's like yeah. Yeah. in the dungarees in the, in the same time yeah, yeah. so this <laughs> Yeah, just still doing the little elbow thing in the. You're basically going to create a like the room vibe with Denny, where no one mentions that he's meant to be played by a child, but he's clearly just an exactly. adult. Exactly. Also, yeah. don't haven't seen the room. You right. haven't seen the room. Don't. No. Well, don't. 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 But also do. This is well, is there? Uh, would you? So, if you're rebooting it, would it still be like a generic broad dictator from South? Oh, South I know exactly America? who I'd cast as broad dictator. Sasha Baron Cohen. <laughs> or, or Fred Armisen. Oh, One of those two. Fred would be very Fred excited. Armisen changing his accent to all the different <laughs> ones he's ever played in so his cool. life as well would, yeah. be, would be great. Actually, I would love it if Fred Armisen, but he played like the actual broad dictator, like it shifted throughout. So he was doing the different accents, but he also shifted like his costume and yeah. his looks. So well, it's like he's got a beret. The next minute he's got <laughs> to, like a looks like Mugabe for a bit. Looks like yeah. <laughs> yeah, to literally cover all of those places that all the enemies that aren't. He just looks has. like Hitler for a couple yeah, of scenes. Yeah, just for a little bit. Just goes the weave on stuff. Just that one scene where they're waiting for the phone call and it's never mentioned because there's that weird, like, oh, they're sitting in the bureau and he's just in, like, full Hitler gear. <laughs> I love it. They're both they're both funded. Yes! We're making them. We did yes. it! Um, I mean, breaking into Hollywood. According to the I'll Be Back catalogue, John Cena is making a lot of Arnold Schwarzenegger reboots. So. We're going to move on to quote time. Quote time. Uh, so every movie 
movie is rich and riddled with Arnie uh, and one-liners. This one. This is the first, like. This is the first, real, like. Oh, there's so many to pick. There are so many quips and one-liners and puns in this. Um, so what we'd like now is to hear what your favorite line um, of dialogue by Arnie or anyone else was during Commando. Aiken, we'll start with you. We kind of already covered mine. It was that one right at the start when um, she brings out the sandwiches and he's like, what's in this? And she's like, you don't want to know. I want to know. I really want to know what was in the sandwich. That was the whole time. What I was you- trying to enjoy the film. I couldn't enjoy the film because what's I wanted in the to know sandwich? what was in the sandwich. What's in the sandwich? What's in the that's what's in the box. <laughs> what's in the sandwich? What do, you, what do you think was in the sandwich? I couldn't tell. That was the thing. They had all of those other Mustard, little, little mayo, bits. Mustard, mayo, I think like it was axle grease. That's <laughs> just genuine. That's just what comes to my mind when <laughs> I think like if you eat something. What, yeah, what would Arnold Schwarzenegger say? Arnie does some very interesting line reads, with, with um, which... Um, Potentially, I had two favourite lines. Can I do two, or is that cheating? No, no crazy. Mine so, I covered twice, so I think you have two. That's very valid. So if they do a thing. I can't remember whether it's about when they're about. Anyway, Arnie says, um, "Thingy wants it." Cindy follows him, and he goes, "What are you doing?" When instead of going like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. What are what? you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go kill some people in here. What, what are you up to? How do you spend your time? I like that line um, out of context and in context. But my favorite line was, Come star? He throws a ninja star at someone and says, Come star? Is that when he throws the, the, sword, blade? the sword blade? Yeah. Oh, oh and it makes sense because he's in sa- oh South Slash. Exactly right. America. It's the best line. That's a, that's a bilingual Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, so that one was lost. It's brilliant. <laughs> My favorite quote was um, the bit on the plane where he gets up and she's like, "Oh no, you have to sit down during this bit." He goes, "I'm gassy." <laughs> <laughs> that was like a, a, allowed him to contribute yeah, any regulation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, "Well, I'm gassy," and she's like, "Well, fair excuse enough. me, sir, you can't use the lift down into the cargo." Then gassy. <laughs> excuse me, sir, you can't tear open and climb through the gas. The, the, the gas. You can't jump off a plane into reeds. Gassy. Gassy. Maybe that's how he survived the fall he was gas he just let one go just oh, before and then he had the crash yeah caution the fall that's brilliant yeah. turned into a way a, more slapstick this is a very clever movie my one uh, was the um, when they go to the plane and she goes this isn't a plane this is a canoe with wings and John Matrix because he's the man responds with well then get in and start paddling. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good line. That's a great line. I also love that scene where he's standing out the door just shooting at those two guys. Yeah. Bam, 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 bam. And they drive along and they drive off the walk. Yeah, they, they, they <laughs> drove off in their Jeep. Oh. Final thoughts. How did you feel? Do you think that this movie holds up today? Is it weird? Is it good? I think it does because everything now, like back then, I'm not sure what it was like, but people may have taken it seriously. But now it's like super ironic. Like now that we've got all like the far more nuanced um, action films, you could just watch them and go, "This is just oh, this is just pure irony." Yeah, because it's cheese, right? I think, like, I think, it's yeah. Yeah. Tongue, so I think the fact that it's tongue is fairly in the cheek throughout the whole thing it no. allows it to live past its sell-by dates because. If anything, I think that like some of the movies after this actually dated more so because they were trying to do the one-liners and quips as though they were part of a real world that we would live in. Yeah. Whereas so much of this movie is people going, hey, here's a weirdly phrased thing that <laughs> possibly no one would say, but boy, does it set you up for a punchline. <laughs> the director actually said that he wanted to create it as a piece of pop art. 
And I think because he had that intention in mind, that's what it turned into. Yeah, and and with on on Sam's fat, like uh, point about Arnie having some weird reads, like it kind of made all of his one-liners. It kind of validates them because it's like maybe he was, maybe he just thinks that's how it was meant to be said. Yeah. Maybe this was like for that him was it was real. So it, it like gives it a pass, whereas like anyone else's like. Like the um, like uh, massive Jay Z's um, <laughs> driving like you know what I love best the price is like it did it did You're seem like, quite forced but when it comes from Arnie it's just like it's just Arnie being Arnie. We give him a lot of wiggle room. Oh, so much. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Sam? What did you think? I thought it was absolutely wonderful. I because I hadn't seen it before this watch. I um I expected it to be just a full out. Kind of modern action movie, but it seemed more like an 80s family <laughs> like movie, which I was pleasantly surprised at. I thought the lines were... I laughed a lot throughout it, <laughs> and um, and the explosions were pretty cool as well. So all in all, two thumbs up from Sam Smith. Sam Smith is your second Arnie movie with us. Are you feeling now like you're getting into the swing of Arnold? Are you, are are you getting why to... we did this? <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, I understand now. Yeah, it's good, and I can't wait till when we do a junior. I'm very excited about it. <laughs> well, Sam's just locked himself in. Yeah. <laughs> Again, he's double down on it's it. It's canon. Because I've uh, seen twins and I haven't seen junior. Wait, is junior canon with Commando? No, 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 canon within the podcast. Within the... Then you're doing junior. <laughs> oh, I was about to say. Well, uh, explain that. <laughs> Sam Smith and uh, Aiken Hutchinson. Aiken, if people want to find you online, is there anywhere that any um, thing that you want to plug? Uh, I've I've got a Facebook page. You can look on there. Uh, I'm on Twitter, and uh, when I say on Twitter, very very. Not much at all. Probably don't plug that then. Uh, no. Well, like, get, get on there. Follow me, please. I'm trying to. Aiken's more. more asking you just um, just to just, use Twitter for yourselves yeah, yeah, if you happen yeah. to see him. Jump on Twitter. If I'm on there, follow me. I'm a, don't just scroll past. I am trying to do it more because you know, like, it's what you meant to do as comedian. I'm just terrible at that stuff. Sam Smith. I'm I'm on Twitter all the time as a comedian <laughs> uh, at Real Big Smith. R e e l b i g s m i t h. Take off my favorite band, Real Big Fish. Um, I do uh, wonderful stuff. <laughs> Which can we also say if Real Big Fish are listening? Please come to New Zealand. You need to come to New Zealand. I love you. <laughs> there you go. That's your official invite from Sam Smith uh, to come to New Zealand. Uh, I've been Stephen Lyons. I've been Mike Kevin, and we will see you next time. And I'll be back. Bye. to our wonderful guests Sam Smith and Aiken Hutchison for discussing the action classic Commando I killed so many people 102 that's impressive for 90 minutes I can do better that's I'm sure you can but thank you for joining us and make sure you like and subscribe and all of that sweet jazz yeah or I'll put you in a phone book and I'll flip you over no, I, not in the phone booth. If I put you in a phone book, then it's just a page. Okay, okay, Arnie. <laughs> Next week is slightly, slightly less fun, but it's still good. It's raw deal. Oh, and that one has all of the puns. It has a lot of puns. Yeah, you know, the puns. Let's uh, have a good time with the puns. I thought I would say something with a pun in here, but I didn't. I just said puns a lot of times. Okay, well, I'm excited, and it should be a lot of fun. I'm also Stephen Lyons. And I'm Mike Kevin, and this has been I'll Be Back. 
podcast log. Don't forget, if you're enjoying the podcast, to like, rate, and subscribe on iTunes or like us on Facebook. You know, do all that stuff. Dear Jenny, it has been so long since you have written me from college. I hope that you are doing well. It has been cold up here in the winter months at the cabin. The deer has not returned. In a lot of ways, I think that when I shot it, it died. But in other ways, I've been in my gun cabinet. You're